Hi, I'm Alexandria, and this is Welcome, Welcome to the Things We Enjoy podcast. On today's episode, we've decided to talk about the origins of Christmas in July and share some of our favorite Christmas movies and songs with you. So grab a cup of hot cocoa, tea, or coffee and celebrate with us because here we go! Christmas in July, also known as Christmas in Summer or Christmas in Winter, is the second Christmas celebration held during the month of July on the Gregorian calendar. July Christmas celebrations typically accommodate for those living in the Southern Hemisphere in which they undergo their annual winter, although the main goal of Christmas in July is getting the public in the Christmas spirit during the summer season in the Northern Hemisphere. So, Lillian, do you know who started Christmas in July or how it started? No. Well, a few sources in my research have reported that it can be hot on December 25th in Australia because of globe science. So those fun-loving Aussies started celebrating in their winter or mid-July. When the Brits got to Australia, they brought the idea that Christmas is a cold-weather holiday. That means July when you're down under, or up above as they call it. Another source also says that in the 1930s, a summer camp in North Carolina started the celebration and it just caught on. So, Lillian, should we start with our favorite movies or songs first? Movies. Okay. What is your, I guess, number one favorite Christmas movie to watch for Christmas in July? Crown for Christmas. Ugh. I knew you were going to say that one. That's been your favorite since what? Since forever, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. So do you know, or can you tell me who stars in Crown for Christmas? Mm Mm-hmm. Who? Danica. Close. Um, so Danica McKellar and Rupert Penny Jones. He was close, though. So do you know what it's about, basically? Oh, I do know it's about it's about someone that gets fired and moves into a into a castle. Okay, well, you know, as we do. Synopsis for Crown for Christmas. So Crown for Christmas was released for Christmas, um, Countdown to Christmas for Hallmark Channel on November twenty seventh, two thousand fifteen. Synopsis: After getting fired from her job as a maid at a New York City hotel. Allie reluctantly accepts a temporary gig as the governess to a young girl who is part of a powerful family in Europe. Little does she know is the powerful family turns out to be way more than just a powerful family. Kick off the holidays right with Danica McKellar and Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas. How Christmas started out. You fired me a week before Christmas. How Christmas ended up. So it turns out that powerful family just so happened to be a royal family. So Lillian, considering Crown for Christmas is literally your favorite movie. Or at least it's one of your favorites. What is your favorite part of the movie? Like, what is your, if you could only watch one scene over and over and over again, 
what would that one scene be? Mm. Mm. Well, it's actually a scene at the beginning. And what happened? Well, <laughs> while she's on a VIP floor, and she was looking the cards, and she didn't even notice someone, someone was walking, and she ran into him. <laughs> and that's the one that I would watch the most. The beginning when she ran into him with the cart, that's it? Out of the whole movie? And the dance. And the dance? Mm-hmm. Which dance? Mm-hmm. And at the gala? So at the ball? Mm-hmm. So why, well, what was your favorite part about the dance? And why did you like the dance part the best? Mm-hmm. Well... Was it the dress? Was it um the conversation? What was it? <laughs> it was pretty much everything. Okay. Well, my favorite part of Carlos Christmas is when they were having I guess was having dinner <clears throat> and Theodora was sitting there like picking out her food and then she like knocked the roll on the ground. And then she went, she picked it up, put it back on the plate, stepped back and winked at her. And she just looked at her like, why would you do that? But not really saying, why would you do that? And then the man was like, did you just put that, take it up off the floor and put it on her plate? And she was like, yeah, five second rule. And then I looked Three at her. second rule. Yeah, that one. Three second rule. And then I looked at her and she's like, you know, something drops in the ground, you pick it up in three seconds, it's okay. Right? <laughs> and they was looking at her like, no, no one does that. And then the king said, um, when he was in school or something, like it turned like more of a five minute rule or something like Three that. Three minute rule. That would do. You know. But that was my favorite part. And also when um Theodora was was um grilling what's her name? What's her name? Who? The one who's trying to get the king. Celia. Her. When she's grilling her. And she's like, are you only been nice to me because you want to marry my father? That whole conversation. And he was like, Theodora, stop it. Go to your room. And that part. That's my favorite part. That and Theodora. Because she was amazing. She was my favorite part. And, you know, just all the stuff that went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, hmm? what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite Christmas movie to watch on to watching Christmas in July? Well, my favorite Christmas movie is a Mary Mary Mix Up. For all of the reasons, it is literally my favorite. So, I guess let me ask you: Do you know who stars in a Mary Mary Mix Up? No, I don't really know the other's name. Okay, well, who is the one you know? Alicia. Mm-hmm. So, A Very Man Makes Up stars Alicia Witt and Mark Weeb. Wide. Don't know how to say his name, so if anybody knows, let me know. Um, so, synopsis. A woman goes to spend Christmas with her fiancé's family, but ends up at the wrong house. However, she instantly bonds with the couple who live there and becomes attracted to their son. 
When the mistake comes to light, she wonders whether she might be happy with her newfound friends and her partner and his relatives. Initial release was November the 10th, 2013. And it is literally everything and then some. This holiday season, my parents would love to meet their future daughter-in-law. Alice just made the biggest decision of her life. I'll be on the next flight right behind you. You're not coming? But sometimes, fate has a funny way. I'm not. Alice. Of mixing things up. I'm not the most wonderful person in the world, and timing's all wrong. So what are you trying to do about it? Alicia with stars in a Hallmark Channel original movie. A very merry mix-up. And all... So, basically... So me and Granny have always said this from the first time we saw it all the way up until like the last time we've seen it. Um, we say that she went to the wrong right Meacham's house and then she wound up at the right wrong Meacham's house because the first house that she went to after she did the airport and ran into Matt and they met, she found out that his last name was Mitchum and her fiance's name was Mitchum. So they just figured, oh my gosh, you're engaged to my brother. So then she went to their house. And she had so much fun with Grandpa and the family and getting to put the Christmas tree up and making cookies and everything. And then she wound up realizing that their wheel, Billy, wasn't her wheel, Billy. So then they called him. He came. He was like, oh my gosh, how do you wind up at the wrong house? And then she goes to his family's house, and they're so boring. They're sitting around drinking green juices that probably taste like dirt, look like it tastes like dirt. I wouldn't drink them. Exactly. And she's just so miserable, and it's so quiet, and they're always on the phone, or, like, just sitting there doing, like, work stuff and not having fun, like, no Christmas cookies, no movies, no fun things, no decorating Christmas trees. <laughs> what? Not, not even a, not even a Christmas tree. No, nothing at all. So, you know, she's there and she's like torn with the fact, like, you know, I love him, or maybe she likes him. Who really knows? But is it worth her like staying in this boring family when she feels so welcome and so at home and basically like family with the other fam- with the other mentions, the right wrong mentions, you know, with Matt. So, just to let you know, Lillian, because only me and Granny say this. So, the right-wrong Mitchums are Matt's family. No, the wrong-right Mitchums is Matt's family, and the right-wrong Mitchums is the fiancé's family. So, the Matt's family are the wrong ones because she's not engaged to their son. And the boring family is the right one because she is engaged to them, but they're also the wrong ones because they're bored and it's just not her thing. And the other ones are the right ones because they're just more fun. And still waiting for a second part of that movie because it is very much deserved, very much needed. So, before I tell you what my favorite part is, other than the whole thing, what is your favorite part of a very merry mix-up? Mm. Uh, well, well, my favorite part is when, well, one of my favorite parts is like, <laughs> She's at the airport and and she has a really disposable coffee. And mm-hmm. my, my other favorite part is when she is when she sees the other matches in the house and and they were making cookies. So she only made cookies at one Mitchum's house. I was talking about that one. 
oh, they was sleep deprived and they was they had icing everywhere. Mm. They were supposed to be staying awake and they ended up going to sleep listening to photo albums. <laughs> okay, I like that part too. But other okay, I guess other than that part, and like I said before, the whole movie. Um, my favorite part is when said so the beginning when she was in her shop and she got this clock and she was telling the story of the clockmaker. And the fiance was like, eh, whatever, not really paying attention. Rude. But then when she met Matt and they were talking, he knew the story. And she was so excited that somebody else knew it and appreciated it as much as she did. And then at, like, towards the end, Grandpa showed up. And Grandpa gave her a gift from Matt. And when she opened up, it was a clock. I remember she was, like, torn like with her feelings and, like, back and forth and everything. And trying to figure out what she should do. And then the clock stopped. But, like, the in the clockmaker story, what they were talking about. So then she ran to the thing to go find Matt and the rest is history. But out of all of the movies that I've seen, Christmas movies, the best line I think I've ever heard, and it hits home, I guess, so good, was when Grandpa showed up and he gave her the gift. She told Grandpa, she was like, you know, I don't know what to do. Um, I, I feel like I've met the perfect guy, but the timing's all off. Right, if it was a different time, like things would be different. And Grandpa said, "Timing is everything, in love and loss." <laughs> so, Lillian, I guess one of our, I guess our other favorite movie to watch together, and also with Granny because we just like it, is Christmas Under Wraps. I think that is probably one of the best ones. I mean. Although we do love the other ones too, but I think this one is one of the best. And I think these three movies, in my opinion, are like Hallmark's top three Christmas movies. They might disagree. Some other people might disagree for other reasons that make zero sense, but who cares? We like them. So, Lillian, do you know or can you tell me who stars in Christmas Under Wraps? Candace? I love how you say people's names like you just know them. Anyway, it stars Candace Cameron Bure and David O'Donnell. Synopsis. After unexpectedly moving to Alaska, an ambitious doctor starts a new romance and learns that her small town is hiding a holiday secret. It was released November 26, 2014. So, Lillian, do you know what the secret is? Hmm. <laughs> someone in the town is Santa. We think, because it was never really confirmed, right? Mm-mm. Like, they, it's insinuated, but it's never like, oh my gosh, he's Santa. You're going to have to get a job to bide your time. Candace Cameron Bure stars in a Hallmark Channel movie. Garland, Alaska. A big city doctor. You haven't had a doctor here in a year? That's Garland for you. A small town town. Ranger's just another word for a caribou. Is this place still real? An all-time holiday romance. Since you talked about smelling roses more. Christmas Under Wraps on Hallmark Channel. So, what is your favorite part of Christmas Under Wraps? Other than Candace. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. 
It's when it's when arrives in Alaska and someone drives up and pours the snow on her. And pours snow on her. Splash. Wait, what? Did you say when she turns up and somebody splashes snow on her? Mm-hmm. But, but when she's outside waiting for a ride. Um, I don't even, you know I love you, right? Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you're thinking about the right movie. Because when she arrived in Alaska, she walked out and she was freezing cold. And then Andy was standing there, and he was like, you know, he's here like to pick her up and take her to Garland. And then they get to the helicopter. She was like, I mean, not the helicopter plane. He was, she was like, no, like, what are we doing? He was like, oh yeah, it's like it's adjacent to, to here. And she was like, no, adjacent is a plane or a car right away, a train or a car right away. And they had to fly another airplane to get to his truck that was all on the other side of the world. What you're thinking about? Is, um, what is it? That one when she went to go and um, um, survey the the inn because her dad was gonna, was, her dad was buying it and he wanted to um, tear it down and make like a ski resort or something, and not have children or anybody there. Remember, that's what I think you're talking about. Let it snow. That's what I think you're talking about. Really? When she had the blue pussy coat thing and she was trying to learn how to ski and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. But Christmas Under Wraps is not that one. So, wait, do you not remember what Christmas Under Wraps is even about? Mm. Well, I haven't really watched it in a while. You haven't watched it in a while? Mm-hmm. Well, it is Christmas in July. What better time to watch it than now? Right? Well, not right now because we're doing something. But what better time to watch it than now? Right? Mm-hmm. So, we'll just have to put it on the list and we'll have to watch it at some point. But, back to the point. My favorite part of Christmas Unwrapped, since you were thinking about a completely different movie, that's not even this one. Same, same actress, so I'll give you that one. Um, But my favorite part of Christmas Under Wraps is when um, when she goes into the cafe for coffee and um, it's like um, small coffee to go I don't have like any of that milk stuff like here's this and that and she's like you have a lot of you need anything like just have Billy call me like I'll bring your lunch over and she's like Hattie do you know something I don't know and she just kind of winked at her and then she walked out like very confused so then when she got to the, the hospital, it was a whole line outside. And they walk in, and she's like, Billy, what's going on? Like, there's people out, there's patients outside. Like, why aren't they here? She was like, like, yeah, we have a busy, like, a busy day. But I have, like, the most important people already in the room. And it's like, okay, who do we have? And she said, somebody with a stomach ache because they ate too much Christmas candy. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what if somebody else is really hurt? You know, or something more serious than a stomach ache because they ate too much Christmas candy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 
So yeah, and then Christmas candy. Apparently, that person did. Like, don't you even know that there's even any other kind of Christmas candy other than candy canes? I don't know, but whatever it was, that person ate a whole bunch of it, and it was the most crucial case that she had to see first, and they only had ate a bunch of Christmas candy. But that was one of my favorite parts. And then when she went for dinner with Andy's family, and when she got there, she said she thought she saw an elf run into the garage. And then when they go in to have to eat, um, and they're like all awkward and stuff, and trying to come up with conversation, she says, I bought a pair of jeans that was sweatpants today. And I was like, oh, that's nice, dear. <laughs> so I like that part, too. That's been like the whole shoppy thing and how she said, because she was like, jeans lined with sweatpants. Like, singular. But when I say it, it's always sweatpants. Like, plural. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. So we were gonna end it there, but I felt personally feel like we can't have an episode about Christmas and talking about Christmas movies without including probably the greatest Christmas movie of all time, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Synopsis: As the holidays approach, Clark Griswold wants to have a perfect family Christmas, so he pesters his wife Ellen and his children as he tries to make sure everything is in line including the tree and house and decorations. However, things go awry quickly. His hick cousin Eddie and his family show up unplanned and start living in their camper on the Griswold property. Even worse, Clark's, Clark's employers revenge on the holiday bonus that he needs. Release date, December 1st, 1989. So, this is literally the best movie ever in the world. And so funny. It is hilarious. But it's so much going on in it that you can't like play it off. But we can give like a sneak peek for everybody who, for whatever reason, has never seen this gem of a movie. Hey! Any of you are looking for any last minute gift ideas for me? I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four foot. And we can't really play any more than that. So, you get the gist. Clark goes off talking about his boss because he decided to not give them a Christmas bonus this year. They decided to give them a one-year membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. Now, Lillian has seen this movie. Probably more than many times than she should have, but whatever. She's seen it. So, Lillian, what is your favorite part of Christmas Vacation? Well, well what about is when, he, when he, he's really the Christmas lights up and he stables himself to the roof? <laughs> and my other favorite part is, is every time the lights came on, that's it. Like, cause they were like so bright that the neighbors they saw it. And, and the, the neighbors saw <laughs> And the neighbors what? <laughs> so, in all of her giggles, <laughs> in all of her giggles, what is she trying to say? 
is every time Clark got the lights to go come on, or rather every time oh. Ellen hit the switch, the lights came on. The neighbors got blinded by the brightness of the lights, and they were like running the stuff, trip over things, fall down the stairs, run into each other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because obviously it's dark. They turn on the lights and they get blinded, and you know how like if it's dark and you go outside and the first thing in the morning it's bright, you can't see anything, your eyes start burning. So that is basically what she was trying to say. And if you can see her now, she has tears in her eyes because it's that funny to her. So. We will stop on her favorite parts because she ain't stopped laughing since she started. <laughs> so my favorite part of Christmas vacation is obviously the thing that we played a little clip of a little bit ago. Because, you know, why not? My favorite part. And then my other favorite part is when Eddie shows up in the camper and just pops up like he's the greatest thing since last bread. Another one of my favorite parts is when the cat starts nibbling and playing with the cord for the Christmas lights on the tree. And Clark is wondering why the lights went out. So Clark goes and he's like, oh, it's unplugged. So he goes to plug it up and the, the cat gets electrocuted. The power goes out. When they get the lights back on, like, all the smoke and stuff is there. They move the chair, like, that was right next to the tree. And the cat print is in the carpet. And they was like, well, if he had any lives left, he just used all of them up then. And that's kind of how it ended. And then when the tree was caught on fire, and then when he Clark went outside and got another tree and also crashed the tree into the neighbor's house, um... And he did that, and then it happened to have a squirrel in that tree. So then they was all getting chased around by the squirrel the entire time. So it's uh, it's just so many parts. It's hard to like narrow it down and pick like one or two or three parts. But you know, it is what it is, and it is an amazing movie. So if y'all have not seen it, which I find so hard to believe because my twelve year old has seen it, but if you have not seen it. I highly, highly, highly recommend that y'all see it because you will not be disappointed. It is literally the best movie ever. So, I guess now it's time to move into songs. So, Lillian, what is your favorite Christmas song and who sings it? And when you first heard that song, what did you think about it? <laughs> I just loved it. Did you love it because of what it was about? Did you love it because of how she sang it? Um, did you like that it was her and somebody else singing it? Do you know who the other person was that was singing the song with her? I don't know. Can you tell me what his name is? John Legend. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> what is your favorite, favorite part of that song? <laughs> they were singing Hallelujah. 
has probably one of the best voices ever, ever, ever. Right? She sings so pretty. So, other than... Other than the fact that Carrie sings so pretty, what is your favorite part about her voice? she can sing pretty much anything and still sound good singing it right or is that just it she just has a gorgeous voice and it's just so pretty and so pure and everything that she sings just is like smooth I think that's it <laughs> what about you I mean I just like Carrie I like Carrie Underwood since American Idol so she's only gotten better as the years have gone by there's nothing about her that I don't like except maybe her hair choices maybe some of her outfit choices but I mean I can deal with that she does a job well moving on <laughs> what's your favorite Christmas song um well, I have a lot of favorite Christmas songs. I like the one that you picked before. Um, but I guess another one of my favorites is called Mother Spiritual. Um, I'm pretty sure more people sing it, but I like that Dana Menzel version because I love a bit of Idina. Who doesn't, right? I know. Feel this love, my brothers and sisters. I don't even really know, I guess, what the song is about. If I really thought about it, I probably could figure it out. And, and before you say it, not Christmas. Because I'm pretty sure it's probably what you was going to say. It wasn't. But if I wanted to know, I could probably figure it out. I just I haven't gotten into like, the Christmas music spirit yet. Just for now, like, movie Christmas spirit. But who knows? Maybe we go to bed tonight. We'll play Christmas music. <laughs> I'll play it. Um, probably not. Um, but yeah, so that one's my favorite. It's one of my favorite ones to hear whenever Christmas comes. Even remember when we did the powder photo shoot, um, what, like a month or so ago? We played Christmas music while we was doing it. Because remember Miss Erin, she had Sweet Caroline stuck in her head. And she's like, she couldn't get it out. And then since we was doing Christmas colors, and they went absolutely insane with the red and green. So much fun. And we was like, well, we can just play a guy Christmas music. So you play Christmas music on your phone. And we played Christmas music doing the powder photo shoot for Christmas in the squelching heat outside in Mr. Kevin's backyard. I kind of feel like I never was having it on a stick. You was having it on a stick? 
and I felt like I was stepping on a stick. Uh, well, we was outside in the backyard with no shoes on. You probably was stepping on all kinds of stuff. You probably was even stepping on chicken boo-boo. Ew. Well, the chickens was running around, weren't they? Mm-hmm. So, you never know. But they did enjoy it. But it wasn't talking about on the ground. Well, you ain't stepping on the sky. Exactly. I'm but, not on the mat. Well, when you're walking back and forth, what do you expect? Exactly. But yeah, so that one's my favorite. And it's just one of those ones that just gets me in the mood and puts me in the feels like I can sit down with a cup of tea and just listen. Because I'm not one for the cocoa or the coffee or the whatever other hot stuff people drink. I'm yeah. just Strictly tea. I don't really know what drink I am. Well, how about you be a tea drinker and then we can drink tea together. Because you're mommy's daughter, so mommy likes tea, which in turn means you like tea. Well, you can drink some tomorrow. I will have a cup of tea and... Seriously... Why wouldn't they stop shooting these fireworks? You can't even discuss it. Sorry. First the fireworks, then a million playing songs. I think that means it's time to cut this one short, finish it up, instead of going on a rant about the fireworks, about Granny in the background laughing, about a million playing music in the middle of the segment. We need better neighbors. We do. So, for now, that's it. Mother Spiritual is my favorite, so take a listen. And just for Christmas sake, right? You really can't have an episode about Christmas and about music and about movies without playing probably the most well-known Christmas song across all the generations. We can't let the episode go without playing a little bit of The Temptations. With that, we wish everybody a happy Christmas in July. (laughs) And a happy 4th of July. And everything in between. And just for Christmas sake, again, maybe if you guys watched some of the movies that we suggested, let us know what you thought of them. Crown for Christmas, Christmas Under Wraps, A Very Merry Mix-Up, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. They're all so worth it. Especially Christmas Vacation. If you want to laugh, watch that one. If you want a smaller laugh, watch Very Merry Mix Up. If you want some emotion and some love, 
watch Crown for Christmas. And if you want all of that rolled into one, watch Christmas Under Wraps. That's all we have time for today. We hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, keep finding the enjoyment in everything you do. Until we see you soon. Bye. Bye.